Hey, everybody, it's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ronma S, Mako Chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey, everybody, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 434. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ron Mess. And I'm Ari Rockefeller. And as you can see, um, it's Guy's Night In on the podcast tonight, so um, break them out if you got them. Um, are we snowed in? No, there was only a little bit of snow and it got washed away by the rain. Yeah, basically, so... What had happened was uh, Mako-chan isn't feeling the best of moods at the moment, so she couldn't make it in. She's actually feeling a lot better, but she's just not up to you know being on the show, which is totally understandable. So we decided, let's get Ichigo in, but she is working on her, uh, her, line, her uh, clothing lineup for Katsukon, and I hope y'all can't wait to see that. And then, uh, Wild Spice got lost in Philly somewhere like Rio de Hibiki. I don't know. It'd be worse. She could have wound up in Camden. Or Trenton. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, if you saw the picture on my uh, fan page, uh, I kind of forgot. Now, what happened was, I run the show off of like the controls off of my Surface 3 uh, tablet laptop. So, and usually every other Tuesday or so forth, an update comes down. So I go ahead and like run the update, you know, let it do its thing overnight and so forth. No harm, no foul, you know? I open, up the t I open it up and it wasn't even ready. It's still running the second half of the update. So I'm like, well, let me grab my Surface Go and get this up and running. So I have two Surface devices bouncing on top of my printer, and I'm just keeping tabs so neither one of them falls. I mean, the Surface 3 has, like, a military-grade um, case on it because I got for, like, 20 bucks. The Surface Go, not so much. But I'm thinking about getting a better case so I can find a better deal. But I'll get into that in just a bit. So They're just barely hanging on, aren't they? No, not really, but, you know, it's got a very simple case, but you know how you buy cases for devices, and it keep, and it, open, it has open slots for, like, your charge cables and stuff? Mm -hmm. I have, like, a special USB-C dongle for it that hooks up, like, USB devices, Ethernet, HDMI. It doesn't fit all the way. So I'm like, I'm going to buy a right-angle adapter kit, you know, to put in there so that it'll work. I really need to buy this. But I feel like I don't really need it. But if I do buy it, the, the the adapter part won't, like, break off or whatever. I kind of feel like the way the USB-C is on the device here and the way the case is, it's just not connecting properly. Because I tested it out. It works. So, anywho, back at you. We are live tonight, episode 434, week of January 21st, 2020, here on Twitch TV slash Anime jam session you can find us uh through uh, awesome people like um the voice of geeks network they're also hosting us at vognetwork.com i want to give special thanks to rob roberts and wild spice who is also hosting our show tonight thank you so much your support is greatly appreciated 
And don't forget, you can also find us at live.bugnetwork.com. There's a pop-up viewer directly on the, on, on, the, on the site where you can interact with us. And don't forget, we also have a Discord. You can find us at vognetwork.com slash Discord. And right now, there's, if you go and you go check it out, there's chat. There's a chat. Uh, basically, it's, there's like four channels. Swing by for all of the shows. Hang out. Have a good time. We do some fun stuff. You know, it's how we roll up in here. So, and since it's only the two of us, this may be a short show. And the aspect of, you know, bouncing the topics back and forth and so forth. You know how it is. Generally, the more people we have on the show, the longer it takes us to get through some stuff. And it gets a longer show. Some of us are okay with it. Others, not so much. So we're kind of getting a good balance here. So, mm-hmm. but, um, excuse me. What happened was Wild Spice did not get lost in the landfill state. She had a root canal. Now, I've had my teeth pulled, but I've never had a root canal, so I do understand. I I truly do. Darling daughter, get, I had, get well, because you know what? I ain't got them kind of bills. <laughs> I had my wisdom teeth extracted when I was in high school on a mm. whim. How do you have your wisdom teeth extracted on a whim? Uh, my sister had problems with hers, and my mom just said, you know what, rip his out while you're here. What the f- Oh, it gets better. Well, worse, I mean. I was I was on the high school wrestling team at the time, and I had just fucked up my right knee, and it was in a, my entire right leg was in a big immobilizer. So, yeah, I was sitting in the dentist chair, you know, in, like, still in pain for my knee, and just, like, doped up on painkillers and told to walk out... On my own, well, my my mom just said, "Just walk, you're fine." And I was on crutches at the time. What the? Yeah. What what the fuck is a proper reaction to that? Yeah. I feel like you know the character from Fallout going, "Hold up." <laughs> you know. Yeah, a little screen cap of a uh, Vault Boy. Yeah, there you go, Vault Boy going, "Hold up." Look. <laughs> uh. And I t- here's the thing. There, ha- I- I've had my teeth pulled, and let's see, I've had my teeth pulled four times. I believe once in once in uh, in in the Marines, and three times as a civilian. Two of those times, I've had my teeth pulled before going to work. Actually, no, five times. I had my teeth pulled, you know, twice before going to work. And I went to work. The second time I did this, I was told to go home. And I didn't. And I and I knew I had um like you know, sick days. But you know, they had, there's a job that had to be done. So. Mm-hmm. Oops. Oh yeah, and as Wild Spice says, my endometriosis was awesome. I didn't feel a thing. I was just numbed up. You know what? I love that numb feeling. It's like you feel that pinch of the needle, and then after that, it's just you feel nothing. Yeah, I had the last time I had to get my you know teeth drilled and you know filled up. It took like like three shots, so I would stop feeling stuff. Mm. I react poorly to uh, well, I I have some kind of resistance to uh that sort of thing. Well, I mean. Not for nothing, I think due to my mother, I actually have a high tolerance for pain, so 
if the meds are not like um, one thousand milligrams, it I won't. It's not gonna do me any good. Mm. And my little surface is finally updated, so I'm keeping the surface go in my lap temporarily, so I can get the page up and we can keep things going. So while that's going on, we are going to skip ahead to how was your week? How was your day, Ari? Uh, well, you know, I'm back to work at the normal location. Mm. I was uh, bouncing around because I ended up positioned somewhere north, like more further north for reasons I won't get into. But right, right. I ended up at the first north at a. Well, when I got to work, I'm like, oh god, what is that smell? And then you know, someone inside told me, uh, you know, there's a swamp land around here. That's what it is. And I jokingly looked out and I saw. Oh, look, there's MetLife Stadium. That's what that smell is. <laughs> you sure that wasn't the smell of the Jets? Yeah, it was. Yeah, like I said, MetLife. That's where it's where the Jets play. Yes. Cause, and well, the Giants. I so think this worse. year. Yeah, basically this year, both teams stank. All right. But, you know. Uh-huh. But, you know, Christmas is pretty good. I got a bunch mm -hmm. of stuff I didn't think I would actually get because I'm like, like, like they're not going to let me buy this. But then again, like some of the mystique, you know, kind of falls out of what I'm getting when I have to actually right. talk the person into ordering because they're not very, uh, but they see their technophobia as a, uh, what's the term I'm looking for? It's as one of their best features, not, you know, stupid, Stupid proof? Well, like, they probably say, oh, I don't know any of this. You know, that that, that sort of thing. Mm. Yeah, I got a couple of nice things. I got a nice stand mixer. I, I think I might have talked about that or said somewhere, but... No, I, don't, I actually don't remember. Oh, I got a stand mixer after all is done, all the cooking I needed to do for oh, the holidays. That's good. But hey, I have it for future... And I had... Use it earlier this weekend. You know, it was pretty good. Well, over the weekend, I guess I should say. Well, Worked good. out really nice. Well, that's good to hear. A couple of other uh, small little cooking appliances that I needed. I also had to take a, take a couple others to a Goodwill to uh, get rid of them because I had some redundancies. Mm. I don't know how I ended up with three crockpots. Three. I'm trying to get rid of the one that I have because I have an instant pot. Because I'm like, I really don't need the crock pot. Because you can do crock pot stuff in an instant pot. But from my understanding, if you put it on slow cooker mode, on the highest heat is like the lowest heat. And not for nothing, I'm kind of okay with that. You keep talking. I'll be right back. I need to get a jacket because it's uh, it's a little bit colder in here than expected. Hmm. Um, okay, well, another one of the things I got was gift certificates to a new tattoo place that's closer to me, which is weird because, again, I didn't think I would get it, but they also, they're also they also running this deal where it was you buy 100 and they give you 20 free. I still don't know what I want to get, though. I have a couple ideas. Probably something closer to the hand or this part of the arm. Also, I have this weird bald spot on my, on my wrist that uh, I don't know how that got there. But that's, uh, and you can't really see it that well. Um, anyway, so Ugh. it's just normal stuff at work. Just, just trying to keep my head above water and 
eventually get promoted for real this time. Uh, I hear you on that. I mean, there's, there's upcoming changes at my job. I really can't discuss it. But mm-hmm. it's going to be for the better for everybody, from my understanding. So I'm like, yeah. All right. Also, I'm looking forward to the uh, next convention we got, which is ZenkaiCon in March, yep, correct? Yep, yep, yep. And I'm still in the process of trying to, uh, you know, get... You know, get my cosplays together for that. That's a story for another time, you know. Oh, that's right. I also took one of my vacation weeks that weekend. Well, that's good. So, what's new with you, man? Same old, same old. Um, I end up end up buying a brand new case, because here's the thing. For work, I don't have, like, a company phone. But as most people know, I have two phones, because one of the lines was, quote-unquote, free from T-Mobile. So I had this old, I got an LG phone, which is not compatible with at work. So I eventually got myself a, a low-end Galaxy phone. And I'm like, you know what? And talking to a couple of my coworkers, it was, a, I think, he suggested I get the same case on my old phone for this one. So I did. I ordered, you know, the same case, different phone model. What sucked is it was a pain in the ass to slide it in and out. Plus the phone is a little bit is a little bit bigger than my, than the old LG. So I'm like, you know, send it back. I went out and got another phone case with a phone case and holster that kind of clips in on the side. That was a pain in the ass. I kept fe- feeling like I'm going to break this. So I end up spending an extra dollar sending... I sent that back, more or less. I spent a few extra dollars more, and I got a... Um, case a, basically a slim case for the phone but at the same time also bought like a universal holster that'll fit that and because it's the vel not the velcro but the stretch on the side whatever whatever you call it that that's working so you know so i have that set up and i and i'm happy to say that um My Surface 3 is up and running, so I can go ahead and basically close this up and put it on the bed next to my other computer that I need to kind of tweak and work on later. And that'll be fun. Um, let's see. Other than that, not much. Um, I spent the most of the weekend moving the podcast, and I'll get into that in just a bit. Um, other than that, that's it. I kind of enjoyed the fact that I had a three-day vacation at home, and I didn't really have to go anywhere. So you know, did you have to go into work yesterday? No. Other departments, the other department, they had they were on a skeleton shift because you know, live TV. So. I did, but hey, holiday pay. I wish, I wish. Well, if I go, if I get converted, then that that will be like holiday pay, and I'm like even better. So you know, it is what it is. So. Not so, not, you know, it's all good. Mm-hmm. All right. The next part of our program um, is Geek Life. Now, we were calling it last week Stuff We Watch. And before that, we called it Weekly Geek Swag. So, Geek Life is basically stuff we're doing outside of, of the anime fandom. Like, we'll tell you about some of the geek stuff we've been up to recently, television, stuff like that, you know. What it is, we want to show you guys that, you know, we 
much as we love anime, cosplay, and stuff, we kind of want to talk about a couple of other things, you know, other cool stuff, you know? So, are you been up to anything geeky lately, you know? Or you want to show off something cool or something? Well, a couple things. Like, one of the mm-hmm. things I, uh, I got for Christmas was this. Mm. The Eagles jersey with uh, you know, my favorite player, Jason Kelsey. That's nice. And it was another one of the things I had to uh, walk like walk through not only in the on the uh, computer but with the the uh, phone line because yeah. ordering with the phone line that's fun. <laughs> Any anyhow, uh, you know you you're getting excited about you know the uh, playoffs and the Super Bowl coming up. Would have loved to have seen the uh, Super Bowl one rematch because mm. it's the hundredth year of the NFL and. Uh, the first, the first Super Bowl was Green Bay versus Kansas City, but yeah, yeah they were saying go 49ers. I'm kind of pulling for the Chiefs because Andy Reid used to coach the Eagles, and mm-hmm. then he's been coaching the Chiefs for all. But uh, I've also, in terms of gaming, I've been a uh, my friend got me Pokemon Shield for Christmas, and I've been playing through that. That's nice. He got all the badges so far, and cl- I have to uh, get. I have to move on to the, uh, you know, championship or elite four stuff. I'll get to that eventually. Okay. And a friend of mine also got me into the Witcher series on Netflix. Yeah, I mean, I, I watched that. My issue was they were molding too many timelines together of each character, and it was just running back and forth, you know? That was my only issue I had with it. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, he also said, yeah, like ten minutes in there, you're gonna see tits. I'm just like, oh, I, he wasn't lying about that. I also, I also want to want to say we should uh, if, if we should feel sorry for anyone who's gonna be working at Renaissance fairs in the like next few months because they are going to be have to deal, but they're gonna to have to deal with a lot of people singing "Toss a Coin to Your Witcher" True. very poorly. True. Now. I saw, like, a discussion about that, how, you know, you're going to see a lot of people cosplaying that guy and Geralt there. And, mm-hmm. you know, you got some purists. If you ask me, the lore, the, the clothing and the lore of the Witcher, to me, kind of falls within the Renaissance Fair aspect. I mean, that's just me. And I feel, you know, if they show up, make them welcome so they can have a good time, you know? I mean, fuck, you, I mean, frack. I mean, you got co- people who are doing regular anime cosplays at Ren Fairs, so, you know, hey, why not draw? Plus, we're going to be seeing a lot of, <clears throat> a lot of draw at the next couple conventions we go to. Nothing wrong with that, you know. I just know, well, among my female friends, their ovaries are going to explode. <laughs> oh, I'm probably going to catch hell for that one, but it is what it is. Alright, so, me, like, I spent this past weekend manually uploading the podcast episodes over to Anchor FM, and I'm not done. In between that, I got in some gaming, um, played some more Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. I basically spent the bulk of that gift card that Ari got me for Christmas. Thank you, good sir. And I You're welcome. Got some, I got some indie titles, and I actually picked up Blaster Master Zero for the Switch. And I'm playing that through with a different character as opposed to, you know, the 3DS version. So, 
Um, let's see, what else? Are... I was supposed to get Stardew Valley, did you? No, I don't know. I'm just not feeling Stardew Valley. You have to understand, I, I have a very eclectic taste in games, music, and all that stuff. Um, we all do. It's part of why we're doing this. <laughs> and, you know, I, I, you know, I was planning on catching up with television. So I happened to turn on Hulu and I saw SWAT on there. You know, not the old ABC series from the 70s, but the new CBS series uh, uh, SWAT. And I actually spent two weeks catching up with that show, and it's actually really good. I don't think I'll add it to my uh, DVR to record, quote-unquote, but I'll most likely will wait until the third season drops on Hulu, and then I'll catch up to it that way. I'm kind of getting to where, you know, I know I can't watch every single show out there, but I'll just let them stack up and just sit down, have a day to myself, watch all the episodes and stuff, you know. That's basically has been it. That and trying to stay warm. As you can see, I'm wearing my Yohane hoodie, you know, cuz cuz right now in the in in the AGS Studios, Brooklyn Studios, it's 30 degrees out. And it feels more like 22. Yeah, it sucks when it's that cold out. Mm. I still have to take my trench coat in and get it dry clean, so I'm probably going to do that tomorrow. That is if I'm out the house by like 7.30. That way I can spend a little bit of time going over to the dry to the laundromat then heading up the street to work. Anywho, enough about that. Uh, housekeeping news. Come on. Come on. And I don't know. Yeah, I don't know why my phone did that. It's like, I like to call it a fart or something like that. Is it on vibrate? Yeah, I know. It just sounds like a fart, you know. Huh. There we go. Housekeeping. Uh, let's see, while that pops, while it goes up, as I've said, the podcasts are moving to Anchor FM, soon on our website, when you click that RSS feed, it's going to redirect you to our Anchor FM page, where all of our episodes are listed, and you can go to, each episode has its own page, so you can download and listen, and there's also an app you can listen as well, and also additional resources where you can find our show as well. I'm in the process of trying to figure out how to link each episode individually, or something like that. If it comes down to it, um, I may I may continue to upload the podcast on our server with a direct link to down you know for you for you to watch to listen to. Now the reason why I am moving the show off of Feedburner to Anchor is it's not storage space. It's not storage space, but it's file space. Like here is a quick quick thing. When you do a podcast, when you create a podcast on your own, you have to put it in a special file called an XML file that has all of your information about the podcast, episodes, tags, all of that. And each week or each time you do a show, you add a segment with that information. The file is up to one meg. Now, generally, up to one. That will now. I don't know how or why, but. Evidently, when it hit episode 400, it, it was like the max of the file. So I've been deleting episodes off of the XML 
feed. So if you go on our website, if you go on our Apple podcast page, you will most likely will not see older episodes available. But if you go on our website, you can listen to the older episodes. So what's going to happen is once the entire system switch is over, uh, all of the episodes will be readily available, including iTunes, Apple Podcasts, all that good stuff. Um, Don't forget, Katakan is coming up, and Wild Spice is going, and she is still booking people and booking cosplayers. Shoot her an email at hello at wildspicephotography.com and get booked, get your photo taken, and have a good time. And as Wild Spice says in our chat room here at Twitch TV slash Anime Jam Session, tip your podcasters. Because we need the money. <laughs> well, yeah, but... I mean, I wouldn't mind some sponsorship and funding, but, you know, to be perfectly honest, the, the upkeep for the site is relatively cheap compared to other people and other hostings, so I consider myself... Very lucky. All right. Next up is the hot topic. Now, if you remember the weekly the, the weekly topic uh, po- topic question we used to do back in the day, that's basically is this. Not every episode will have the hot topic. It's something that I'm picking up, something I'm hearing throughout the fandom, and, and I'm going to talk about it, and I may post a question later in the week, and we'll come back to it the following week to see what people think. Alright, tonight's hot topic um, is Ahigao shirts. Oh boy. Yes. Now, for those of you who do not know what an Ahigao shirt is, I am going to find a photo for you so that you can actually have a general good idea of what it looks like. Okay. Let me open up properties on this. Oh, no. That's the background image. Nope, nope, nope. Can't, cannot mess with that. Nope, nope. We'll use this. We'll use this one. Provided that the link will open. Perfect. Alright. For those of you who can see in our upper right hand corner, that is an Ahigao shirt. It's basically a, in this case, an Ahigao hoodie. Ahigao is basically an orgasm face of sorts. If you've read enough hentai doujins and watch enough hentai, it's not hard to identify this. Like in the ear of the yaoi paddles, this has become a very popular item to wear at conventions. Personally, I don't have an issue with them. Now, what is happening is that there is getting pushback on this Ahigao clothing. Some conventions want to ban the shirt, the clothing, the attire altogether. Some are saying no. Part of the issue lies in the fact that you do have a family-friendly convention 
that that the people are trying to promote, and then you see people, con goers wearing that. Now, to me, there really is no such thing as a family friendly convention. There are some consequences that can be considered as such, but that's a story for another time. Personally, I don't feel that a con should ban the wearing of these items, even though it is a private event. I feel that what you should do is allow people to wear them late at night. That's it. Like after 10... 21 plus? Yeah. If there's twenty, if there are eighteen plus events going on, sure. If it's late at night where that's the bulk of it, sure. Because the younger kids are most likely home or in their hotel room with their parents or something like that. Now, I believe SunnyCon in the UK has banned this, has banned the clothing. I believe Florida Anime Experience, no, WasabiCon banned the clothing for wear, and I believe Colorado Anime Fan Fest or something like that, I believe they've uh, banned the clothing as well. Now, I look at it this way. If you ban the clothing, and if X amount of people are like, you know what, we're not going to your con. You know what that means? X, there's X amount of people not going, which leaves X amount of spots open for uh, somebody else to go. It's not a loss to the convention, quote unquote. Like, there are probably guests who don't like that type of attire, and knowing that this is going into effect, they'd be more more appreciative to come back to this convention and bring friends, which is a good thing. There are some conventions out there that aren't as family friendly, but they're more mature, and they're saying, you know, you can wear that. I believe that convention in Colorado, there is talk of a hentai panel event going on where everybody is going to wear their stuff to show solidarity. Y'all do that. You can do that. First, like I said, it doesn't bother me. It's not, It doesn't bother me if the con bans it. But I'm just saying, you know, you should think about it. Kind of give them a bit of leeway, you know, because honestly, this is the type of clothing you really don't wear out. I mean, I would probably wear an Ahigao shirt underneath this if I'm hanging out or something like that. It'll probably be zipped up in this aspect. But I just don't see myself wearing the hoodie or shorts or a cap or something like that. You know, that that that's not my thing. So. And yet people will wear them without hesitation well, anywhere yeah. anywhere else they go. Remember, clothing is freedom is freedom of expression and freedom of style. Mm-hmm. And also on that same token, what you wear says a lot about you. So, all right, what's your take on this? <clears throat> well, you know, Evie, Evie, um, wait, wait, where was I? Ugh, sad for a second. Anyway, if you're a, if you push back against it too hard, you're just gonna, you're gonna get something like, oh, okay, two will play this game, and I'll have like. Half the convention wearing the shirts just to spite you. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like you're allowed, you're allowed to wear it. Just don't be surprised when uh, people push back against her. They're, they're like, they see the Ahago shirts and they're like, Ugh. you know, like don't want to interact with you or associate with you or just like, okay, like you know, like pull the kids like in a different direction because like uh, no, we don't 
anything like that. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yes, I do. <clears throat> and, you know, God damn it, I want to say so much, but my, my head just went blank. I don't know what the hell. I'm just trying to say, like, yeah, you wear that, you just be prepared for what peop how people react and what they're going to do to you. Mm. Like, and how they're going to, you know, regard you. They're like, you know, some people might know what it is and be like, oh, God, he actually wore that out. Are you kidding me? Yeah. And, you know, and this is, again, akin to the Yowie paddles. And we've, and, and you know... The Yowie paddles are easier to take away. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it is, you know. And, you know, and, and I saw a thread, I stumbled upon a thread like this on Twitter, and I had responded with, this is very, like, the, like the, um, the removal of the shirts and the paddles. And I had commented, I am very reminiscent of hearing the guy set, screaming, get your red, get your Yowie paddles and stuff like that. And I'm just like, Oh God. And, and there, and I thought this was like a rumor or old tale or something, but it's true. A cosplayer got smacked with a Yowie paddle so hard that it damaged her hip bones, you know, and let's see, let's see. As it was, it, it she this cosplayer was was da got damaged to lower back and pelvis. They Ouch. used a walker and wheelchair at times to get around. Good lord. Fairly certain that counts as aggravated assault at this point. Yeah, and that's a civil suit on top of that. I mean, I think that kind of falls in the aspect of nobody knew something like this was going to happen, which is true. I mean. There are prop, props, all stuff out there that you would buy, and you're thinking the positive. You don't realize how quickly that's going to turn into something, you know, bad or evil or perverted. It is what it is. But once you kind of get a control and a hold on it and kind of get rid of it, you're good. I mean, hell, I mean, I'm from that, I see, I'm from that generation of glomping and shit, you know, I don't think people really glomp anymore or know what it is, but I can tell you at Anime Expo New York, it was either Anime Expo New York or um, Big Apple Anime Fest where I saw a girl get glomped, tackled, coming down off the escalator. Oof. I mean, she was okay, but I saw the thud and I heard and I felt it. Jeez. All right. Basically. Yeah, glomps were very uncomfortable invasions of personal space. Mm-hmm. Yes, it was. All right. So we're, we're going to move along, and we're going to talk about, um, we have a follow-up with the whole Nessa snatching cosplay wig thing, you know. Uh, we basically explained what had happened. The the the, uh, the commissioner Babutifs has the wig back, but what she is doing with the wig is auctioning it, it off. Um, on January twenty seventh, you can go on to eBay and bid on the wig, and and it will go up to increments of five dollars, starting at a hundred bucks. Proceeds of the wig the. Whoever wins the proceeds of the of the wig from the auction will be going to the Australian Red Cross to help with um, 
with the, with the bushfires and animal and so forth, you know, because a lot of a lot of land got destroyed and a lot of people got dis displaced, you know. So Planet's I, on fire, yo. Mm-hmm. So I I am glad something positive has come out of this. So if you want to know more information about the auction when it goes up, just go to Instagram.com slash Teefs. That's B-A-B-U-T-E-E-F-S. And the auction will go up on January 27th, 12 p.m. EST. All right. Okay, or you know we're gonna have to just basically go back and forth. So because I'm I fine with that. Yeah, I didn't get a chance to like kind of rearrange stuff. So you know. Yeah, no big deal. And to reflect back to our last post of, of the hot topic, Theo X seventy five says, "Who the hell hits that hard? That is assault, bro. I've gone to enough cons where I have seen con goers just do stuff like that, and they think it's perfectly okay when in, act in actuality it's not." You ever have someone get mad at you because they tried to? glomp you and they bounced off you mm. because it because it didn't have enough force to you know dislodge your mask from where you were standing yeah seriously try try glomping someone my size see what happens mm. yeah! nah, that, that won't fly no i think they'll bounce and ricochet off and hit the wall Ugh. And you'd have to pose like the dude and just nod your head. <laughs> or just be like, anyone else feel that? <laughs> anyway, mm -hmm. uh, we got uh, the official website for the new anime of Natsuki Takaya's fruit ba Fruits Basket manga has been streaming a special promotional video to announce on Friday. At the show's second seasonal premiere to spring, it will air on TV Tokyo and TV Osaka. Uh, the below seven-minute video features summary of the first season before previewing the next. In a new season, Takuya Iguchi will play Ka Kakura Manabe and Ai Kakuma will play Machi Kuraki. The anime's first season, their quotes, not mine, premiered on April 5th and aired for 25 episodes. Funimation and Crunchyroll stream the anime for, as it aired, <clears throat> and Funimation also has a the, the home video license. So, let's see, uh, the new anime has an entirely Japanese cast and staff as per Takaya's, requ Takaya's request. And the anime will cover the entire manga story. It feels like another one of those things where, like, I gotta watch it, you know? I've heard heard so many good things about it, you know? Mm-hmm. Fruits Baskets Baskets one of the series, well, maybe I'll check it out. I don't know. I got enough on my plate as it is. Yeah. Well, at the end of the night, after you've watched your anime, hopefully you're able to sleep, because if you can't, uh, Charmander can help you with that. Um, ASMR Charmander. It seems that uh, Pokemon has released an official ASMR video featuring Charmander. In this video is the soothing sounds of a crackling campfire provided by Charmander. The Pokemon curls up in the fire with you, next to the fire with you, just like as if you were its trainer out in Kanto. The relaxing ambient noises come from the campfire, but Charmander makes a cute companion so you finally drift off to sleep. Also, this isn't the first Pokemon to have their own ASMR video. If you're fans of food sounds, 
Chespin has a video where it happily snacks on macarons. I have to send that to Michelle because she loves macarons. macarons. Okay, I was like watching a little bit with the the microphone muted and you know not that big on ASMR stuff, but mm -hmm. seeing like Charmander like toss and turn and sleep. It's adorable. Well, let me see if I can pop it in real quick. Um, About the six-minute mark in the video. That's one of the things I was looking at. And damn, it's 30 minutes long. Loud. See, it's adorable, isn't it? Mm -hmm. And I'm honest. I'm, I'm actually trying to get the whole, get the pop up the thing to work the way it should. Yeah, that, that, that's kind of loud, but I could, I kind of like that, you know. I mean, that kind of reminds me of, you know, I for a while I needed some type of ASMR to, to fall asleep. So I would leave my tablet up playing like the set rain, sounds of rain or something like that, you know. It would just help me like to sleep. Just hope we don't have autoplay on, otherwise it'll, you'll, it'll, the 30 minutes will go by, you're just barely dozing off, and no. it might jump to some... Shouty little let's player just like screaming at the no, top of his lungs. I, I, I have I have auto like auto play shut off on all of my accounts, and I always yeah, find me too. I always find a video that's at least ninety minutes at least. Okay, uh, mm -hmm. this next one's mine as well, right? Yep. Hundreds of otaku lined up to get spanked by an anime voice actress at a Tokyo event. Are you sure this isn't Meanwhile in Japan? I'm positive this is not Meanwhile in Japan. So it's a top anime voice act performance do more than just for chair characters. I owe Yuki the voice of Puella Magica Magica's Tichiro Medica Kaname and Sinfo Gear protagonist Hibiki Tachibana also sing anime theme songs and appear in meet and greet fan events, all in the name of building bus for a project serving fan communities. It's two legendary voice. There's two supplementary activities converged last Wednesday in Tokyo's Ikebukuro neighborhood where Yuki had a mini contest to commemorate the single CD release of Unbreakable, the opening theme currently airing to currently airing TV series Infinite Dendogram, which went on sale that day. As a special thank you to most loyal fans, anime singers will often handshake session at the end of events, pressing palms while expressing their gratitude on an individual face-to-face -face basis. However, after giving a live performance of Unbreakable and its B-side breakdown, mm -hmm. the 27-year-old Yuki used her hands for a very different different purpose, administering spankings. Ugh. Um, she didn't rush the crowd and start indiscriminately slapping ass. Instead, she used she used them like they were. Uh, the spank was to given was given to willing fans who asked for them and delivered via net. How to send or a large folded paper fan used by Japanese comedians that designed to produce a sonorous slam when it when, when it hits something. Mm. 
Still, come and get spanked by your favorite anime voice actress is pretty out there. And there were about 200 people who showed up for this. Not surprised. I have so many questions. I mean, I don't know. I mean, if you got it, if if it was a raffle, you know, to get slapped by one of your favorite actors or actresses, would you? Honestly, I'd be cooler with something a little little more out there, like like them voicing, like them telling me to fuck off in their characters' voices or something like that. Mm. You know, something that you know goes against that grinds that goes against the uh, the grain, if you will. Gotcha. And seeing this article reminds me, I do have to check out Simple Gear. A bunch of my friends are telling me I do need to check it out. So eventually, I think I'm you all like, can see that for yourself. I think I have like wait, that's the wrong same, one. That's the same article. I think I have like a semi-free weekend, so there is a possibility of me actually checking it out. There we go. That's the right one. Now, let's talk about something that's connected to one of my fandoms, and yeah, I kind of knew you'd be all over this yeah, one. Yeah, and yeah, it, Love Live is launching a new project, and and I and I and I'm kind of happy about that so this announcement was ha- happened at the, at the uh love live festival event this past sunday uh in about nine days there will be more information that reveals what's going on with this this will be in katakawa's love live days live sogo magazine volume five again which will be out on january 30th So here, here's a bit, a bit of a backstory. Back in 2010, Studio Sunrise, Lantis, and ASCII Media Works, this is uh, Dengeki G Magazine, launched Love Live as a self-described ultimate user participation project that lets fans vote on the future of fictional idols and the Muse school idol group. There was a series of musical CDs and, and a two-season anime and movie that followed, which is I, I really enjoyed. The first Love Live uh, anime came out in January 2013. Season 2 followed up in J- April of 2014. And the movie, the following year in 2015. Then, while that was going on, the Love Life Sunshine Project was announced in February of 2015. The project's three key phrases are reader participation, inspired by Muse, and a seaside town setting. So the name ended up becoming Aquors, A-Q-O-U-R-S. The Love Life Sunshine anime dropped uh, July of 2016. Uh, Season 2 came out October of 2017. And the movie, uh, Love Life Sunshine, the school idol movie Over the Rainbow, opened in Japan on January 4th of last year. It wasn't this year because I saw it in theaters when it came here uh, last year, and that was fun. And then now we have another anime series now because we had the ne- the new game called Love Live Perfect Dream Project, which became Love Live All Stars, and that's that has Muse, Aquors, and a brand new group from Perfect Dream Project. And the anime is called Love Live Nijigasaki Gakuen School Idol Dokurai. Called Nijigasaki's Academy School Idol Appreciation Club. 
the team, the members have been announced, so we're just waiting for the anime about that. So that's going to be fun, and I'm and I'm kind of hyped about that. I want to see how this plays out because in this one, the subgroups aren't even, whereas. Aquas and Muse had a nine-member team, and it was three across the board. This new team is nine, but you have a two-person team, four-person team, and a three-person team. So that's going to be fun. I'm curious on how that's going to play out. I can tell you're hyped up for it. Well, yeah. I mean, they have announced that in three days... Tickets for the uh, for Love Life Fest will be announced on Feb. Will be announced. Uh, that actually just happened. That came out today, so we may talk about it next week. But the Love Live uh, Festival tickets will be announced on July on January twenty fourth, where you can watch it through Fathom Events at selected uh, theaters throughout the U.S. I can tell you there will be a St. Louis showing, and the Shamey showing. And a New York City showing, and most likely there'll probably be like a DC Fairfax showing as well. And it's going to be a three and a half hour concert, basically what we talked about here with the whole Love Life Fest. So that's going to be fun. And it's and the screening will be February twenty fifth. And if I do happen to secure a ticket, most likely there most likely will not be a show that night. Mm. I'm kind of surprised that it's actually going to be on a Tuesday night though. Something like this, they put on a Saturday, like, they have, like, a 12 o'clock showing and, like, a 3 o'clock, like, 11 o'clock showing and a 3 o'clock showing, you know? I'm kind of surprised. All right, Ari. Now, can you explain what the heck is going on with Netflix and Studio Ghibli? Because I've been re- I've been seeing some pushback from this and some st- and what's going on, and some fans are not happy, especially the Cana- yeah. especially the Canadian ones. Yeah. So uh, Netflix is going to stream twenty one Studio Ghibli films worldwide, except in the U.S., Canada, and Japan. Mm. So February we have uh, Castle in the Sky, Totoro, Kiki's Delivery Service, Only Yesterday, Porco Rosso, Ocean Ways, Tales from Earthsea. And in March, we'll have Nausicaa, Mononoke, My Neighbors, the Yamadas, Spirit of the Way, Cat Returns, Arietti, The Tale of Princess Kaguya. And in April, we get Pom Poco, Whisper of the Heart, Howl's Moving Castle, Ponyo, and A Cliff by the Sea. From Up on Poppy Hill, The Wind Rises, and When Marty Was There. Uh, HBO Max and G-Kids announced in October that HBO Max will be streaming the entire Studio Ghibli film library of 21 feature films in spring of 2020. Uh, G-Kids also released 21 Studio Ghibli films from digital download to own the U.S. and Canada on December 17th on digital transaction platforms including Apple TV, Amazon, Video On Demand, Vudu, Google Play, Sony, Microsoft, and Fandango. Now, uh, G-Kids have released the films on home and video in North America. The distributor also regularly screens the films theatrically at Fab events and began holding annual Studio Ghibli Fest series of screens in 2017. Which I've seen those advertised in my uh, local theaters. Mm. Uh, was it not a general cinema? An AMC, yeah, that's the one. I don't know. No, Cinemark, that's the one. I yeah. don't know why I keep liking on the name. Yeah, I don't. I, I guess it's because we already had it on the you know, physical release so recently. Yeah. 
That's the only thing I can think of. But yeah, people are, you know, upset about it. Well, and the thing is, I was talking to Alcrea about this, but I was totally surprised by the fact that HBO Max is picking up the distribution rights because I was under the the assumption that the Ghibli films were sitting under the Disney uh, streaming rights or something like that, you know? I was totally caught off guard by that. Mm-hmm. That's what I kind of figured it would be, too. But, you know, things happen. All right, I'm going to close all of that. Um, and sad news tonight, uh, we say goodbye and thank you to voice actor Bryce Armstrong. Uh, some of you know him as Captain Ginyu from Dragon Ball Z, and others may also know him as the announcer on Dragon Ball Z. He passed away of, due to natural causes on January 10th, at the age of 84. Besides um, G Captain Ginyu and the narrator, um, actually he was a narrator in Dragon Ball Movie 4, not Dragon Ball Z. My apologies on that. Um, he also voiced Lord Slug in the Dragon Ball Z film Lord Slug. He was Igari and Baki the Grappler, Masamune in Samurai 7, and Douglas in Lupin the Third. Farewell to Nostradamus uh, feature-length film. Armstrong retired from voice acting in 2009. Wow. Doesn't say what he died from, did it? Uh, uh, natural causes, yeah. my bad. It, it, it happens. May he rest in peace. I thank you for all the great work you have done. The fans will continue to remember you. Um, let's see here. I'm actually, like, going through the links on, on the forum page where we got this article at ANN, and somebody made a, a comment about that James Earl Jones once told, um, Bryce that he wished he had his vocal control. That's hmm. interesting. So, uh, one last thing you get through here. Yep, and go for it. Uh, the Melbourne-based company Mad Man Anime Group and its parent company Funimation launched a GoFundMe to help the wildlife affected by the ongoing fires devastating Australia. The Anime Heroes for Aussie Wildlife Bushfire Appeal Campaign will donate 100% of all proceeds to Wildlife Victoria. The campaign has so far reached raised 10000 US dollars of its $150,000 goal. Now, this was posted today, so... You know, it's good. It's not going to be as. Oh, they're up to thirteen thousand now. Can you post that link? Because I can't pull it up for some odd reason. Done. Mm. Thank you. That's uh, Various funders are doing a remarkable job in raising money for important causes such as wildlife rescue, assisting firefighters and human victims of the bushfire disaster, and many more. As a Victorian business, we thought we would select Wildlife Victoria which was seeing less media coverage than some of the other charities, perhaps need an extra helping paw. In addition to money donated, Anime Lab and Mad Men have pledged to match dollar for dollar. All funds raise up to $75,000. They're joining with Anaplex, Wakanim, and Monka UK to promote the campaign. Uh, yeah. uh, sort of... Huh? Now, can you also link me to the actual article itself? Okay. Thanks. 
That should be it. Perfect. Yeah, that's what it was. It was one too many numbers on the link for some odd reason. All right. Let's see. Uh, the bushfires have burned 40,000 square miles of land, killed more than 2,000 people, and affected wildlife. And the affected wildlife estimates are huge. Federal Environment Minister Susan Lay stated that 30% of the koala population along the coast of New South Wales is dead. Ecologists at University of Sydney have estimated millions of animals dead in New South Wales with potentially half a billion affected. And yeah. So, and so, Shit's on fire on a grand scale. Yeah, and now now Australia got hit with a lot of like rain, and now some places are flooding. So they got nothing to, nothing to, sub, to uh, absorb the water as it falls. Mm. And I will say, within the release uh, of this uh, GoFundMe in the last five days, they have raised about thir- a little bit under fourteen thousand dollars. So I think that's really awesome. Not bad for a single day. Yeah, no, for five days. Oh, whoops! No, looked at it They're, wrong. I think within the next day or so, they'll hit. Te- they'll be at ten percent of their goal. So. Mm-hmm. So I really hope that they that they get their um. That they hit their goal here, you know. And what's cool is that the character designer for Sword Art Online, Shingo Adachi, drew the koala mascot there in the image, which I think is really awesome. Mm-hmm. I also forgot that Funimation pretty much bought Mad Men anime. You know, I totally forgot about that. Mm-hmm. I also wonder, I mean, I know, I wonder if they actually dub anime in Australian. I mean, it's still English, but, you know, with Australian voices. That'd be kind of interesting. Australian voices, Australian lingo, Australian slang. Yeah. I'd watch it. I'm just waiting for the next Pokemon game to take place in, Aust- in an Australia knockoff, and uh, the new trailer that's uh, the new the new trailer that they uh, debut just ends up screaming the word "cut" like every other sentence, like it's a comma. You know, I hope that happens, and there is a trainer that's an homage to Steve Irwin. Of course, there will be. Because if there is, I probably will go out and buy it. I might not really play it, but I will buy it and have it in my collection. Yeah, it's the kind of thing with uh, the with the sword and shield games, like like, like everyone like discussing. Oh, you know they're gonna like they're gonna have a uh, trainer based on you know this person and that person, like with the obvious person, the obvious one being the queen. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's a fucking corgi Pokemon in there. Anyway, are we ready to uh, change gears so harshly we blow with the transmission? As as loud and hard as my farts go, yeah. Not what I meant. I know, I know, but... Who else but Ranma? <laughs> Alright, so... Three articles. This, this is going to be fun for the most part here. You can have the first one. Of course. Of course. P- 
provided that the link will eventually, you know, oh, I don't know, load. There we go. Let's go ahead and kick things off. Our first story, a Foucault, a Foucault uh, man was arrested for licking the ear of a female stranger he fancied. Oh, boy. About two weeks ago, a 27-year-old man was arrested for sexually assaulting for sexual assault by licking the ear of a woman he had a crush on. According to reports, he had first seen the victim months ago in the, in the Wakahisa Fukuoka, uh, Fukuoka city and developed an affection for finally making his disgusted move at 11.05 on November 5th. The victim was an 18-year-old part-time worker who has never met this person before, suddenly hugged her from behind and licked her ear on the street. And this happened in Ohashi at Fukuoka's Minami Ward. She was able to escape and reported to the police, who eventually identified and located the suspect using surveillance cameras in the area. The person, who works for a life insurance company, who is said to have admitted to the crime, had netizens largely agreed that this was totally vile and disgusting. Gross, 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 gross. There seems to be a lot of these weird fetish crimes happening lately. That's just rude. Always ask first. Wow. That's what happens when you read too much of those weird erotic manga. And finally, if he was handsome, it would not have been a problem. Now, I don't want to go too off the deep end with that, but... If it really was a handsome gentleman, the girl may not have been so bothered by it because she may have been enamored by his looks compared to somebody who is not very attractive. Like, she would just respond with, you get away with me. And that goes with both sexes. I mean, it's there. It happens. There's your double, quote-unquote double standard. But still, regardless of how the person looks, that's just violating a person's privacy. You don't do that. In their personal space. I would, I would accuse this guy of being fucking cartoony, but if this was like a cartoon, the woman probably would have slapped him and stapled his tongue to the wall. Mm. You know what? I, I, I got nothing. I got nothing. Shall we move on then? Yes. Yes, we should. Mayor of Osaka wants to legally control when kids can and can't use smartphones in their own home. So. Was that too loud? A little bit down. There you go. So, uh, Osaka Mayor Ichiro Matsui is concerned about kids who aren't attending classes. Truancy is a complicated problem, not always a matter of plain laziness or lack of gumption. Apathetic teachers and practical lessons plan to fail to engage on minds, bullying, classmates. Bullying by classmates can convince kids that going to school is the last thing you want to do. But no, it's because they're on their smartphones. Mm. What if we were to enact bar laws barring children from using smartphones past a certain time night or other ordinances? Uh, Matsui singling out smartphones only comes a few days after legislators in Kagawa's prefect 
Prefectural Assembly unveiled the draft of the new law that will prohibit elementary, middle, and high school students from playing video games for more than one hour on week weekdays and more than 90 minutes on Saturdays, Sundays, and holidays. A key difference, though, is while video games are first and foremost an entertainment medium, smartphones, by providing access to the Internet's wealth of respective periodicals, scholarly literature, and, and, and instructional videos, are argued as much a learning tool as a toy. It, the mayor didn't elaborate on exactly how he felt smartphones were con contributing to truancy, but his concern about the devices being used as, at night suggests he thinks kids are ditching school because they're sleepy. Mm. Uh, and he even admits that that you know handing down criminal penalties would be difficult either to the children or their parents. Also, he was born in 1964. It means he was around for the crisis that society was on the brink of ruin because such wicked forms of entertainment as rock music, movies, and video games. But he thinks, but he thinks we're just lucky enough to dodge a bullet. I'm just like, oh fuck you, dude. Really? I wanna rock and roll all night and party every day. Basically. <sighs> I don't know how to say, oh, fuck you in Japanese, so I can't, you know, I have to just assume that that the Japanese equivalent was shouted at him at some point when he was, you know, Probably. when he was, you know, detailing this master plan. Probably. Um, it kind of falls under, this kind of reminds me of that song by DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince, Parents Just Don't Understand. Okay, what's next? Oh, God. Another masturbatory product. From the good people at Tanga. Fancy fapping. If that was actually used as a slogan, oh my god. I can see you doing it. Tenga, fancy fapping. Find it right next to where you get adult cream pies. Mm. Oh, I'm missing someone to dress one of these fucking things up in a bow tie. Um, go on our Meanwhile in Japan's pay, uh, article, uh, website and look up adult cream pie. It, since you... It, it, yeah. Or just, or just look at last week's um freaking um outline. You'll see the article. But what happened was Tanga is releasing a masturbatory aid shaped like chocolates for Valentine's Day in Japan. Sweet pleasure for your mouth with a play on the word for penis in Japanese. Because of course there would be. Why wouldn't there be? Yeah. The company Tenga is known around the world for its wide range of innovative self-pleasuring devices which allow men to please themselves on the go while women feel the joy of matcha tea whisks. Well now. This fun approach releases pleasure seeps over into Tenga's fun marketing campaigns and collaborations with everyday brands and now that Valentine's Day is coming up, they are attracting attention with a special release for the romantic holiday called the Tenga Sweet Love Cup. On the outside, it looks like a self-pleasuring device, 
but on the inside, it's filled with a sweet surprise, chocolate. Tanga first released this sweet love cup last year on Valentine's Day, but it was filled with ordinary ordinary cubes-shaped foil-wrapped chocolates. This year, they've improved on the on the design by filling it with chocolates shaped like their normal masturbatory aids. This year has three different varieties: high cacao, matcha, and strawberry. Helping to generate more excitement around the product is the fact that the Japanese slang for the word penis is chinko, which sounds like choco or chocolate. Wow. According to Tanga, the Sweet Love Cup isn't designed to be penetrated like its usual self-pleasuring aids, but it's... That won't stop, people! (laughs) True! But it's perfect for events or parties where a bit of fun wordplay is appreciated. This product comes filled with 10 pieces of chocolate inside for 500 yen, plus tax. Although... Those wanting more of those sweet stimulation can opt for a tower of love cups, starting at 30 cups for 16,200 yen through through to 100 cups for 50,000 yen and 300 cups for 150,000 yen. You'll find these Tenga Towers at places such as Tower Records and stores in major cities around Japan. They have been on sale for the last 11 days, and for a limited time, the Love Cups will make great addition to the other Tenga edible in our pantry, the Furikake Rice Topping. Also, I I was just going through the article. I, I remember seeing the adult cream pie thing on Facebook, and I just yeah. think, oh, cool, they're making it with booze. <laughs> but, yeah, the, unfor- the unfortunate... The, the, you know, mashing of, of adult and cream pie, that 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 resembled with cries of "Hey, phrasing!" <laughs> I know, right? And the funny thing is, when I saw that article, I just saw your face pop up in my head, going "phrasing," and I'm just like, "Fuck!" You know, it's not wrong. It's definitely not wrong. Well, I'm ready to go. I I think we all are ready to get out of here because, yeah, that was kind of special. So, if you like the show, tell a friend. They in turn will tell another friend and so on and so forth. We're independent podcasters. We're independent bloggers. We do this for the fun of it. If you have any questions about the show, drop us a line at podcast at animejamsession.com. Again, that is podcast at animejamsession.com. We are here to believe you. Check out our website at animejamsession.com where you will find on our website our weekly podcast cosplayer tips and tricks, cosplayer interviews, anime reviews, convention reviews, cosplay photography, and convention videos. 
editorials, and so much more. You'll find that and then some at AnimeJamSession.com. Don't forget to follow us on various podcasting sites, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, Player FM, Anchor FM, and a few other sites. Just put them in slash Anime Jam Session and you will find us. And what's great is these sites also allow to have the option to leave reviews. So we want to know what you think of the show. So drop a review in here and there. It's cool. Most likely we'll read it on the air. We appreciate the feedback. And don't forget, you can find us on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. Our YouTube is there for all of our convention videos and coverage. Our Facebook page is there for all of our convention photos and then some, and maybe some cool stuff here and there you might, we might throw in there. And also, you'll find on there, on our, our Twitter page, when we're going live, so definitely check us out there. So, we're going to bounce back and forth. Uh, for last words. So, last words, Ari. Uh, I don't need a freaking ASMR video. I have my fucking CPAP machine. That Listen, that thing puts me asleep. True. Um, I'm probably gonna watch some TV and then make my my lunch and pass out. So, that is it. End of list. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Hopefully, Mako-chan will be feeling better. She'll be joining us. Um, Ichigo will probably come up for air, and Wild Swiss will probably throw a tooth at us, so, something. <laughs> so, that's it. End of list. We're getting out of here. I'm Ranma. And I'm Ari. Great fight, great night. See you next week. Good night, everybody. Alright. Say good night, Ari. Good night, Ari. Good night, Ranma. Well, <laughs> I think Mako would appreciate that. That's it. We're out of here. See you next week. of Anime Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol-whipped in this episode. For now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressioned on the show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it! For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and VogNetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamatane!